Now, the number of people in Ontario's hospital with COVID-19 hit 790 yesterday, up from 639 a week earlier. Earlier on in the program, we had Dr. Bogosh on talking about the fact that we are probably in a sixth wave. We don't know where this sixth wave is going to go, but we know that mask mandates and capacity limits have been lifted. In some cases, uh, people are still using vaccine certificates, depending on where you go, but other places not asking you for these vaccine certificates. And I think there's just a general confusion on uh, if it's safe to take off masks, when it's safe to take off masks, and if we really want to take off our masks. In fact, I was reading that um, a lot of the general uh, population might be experiencing something called social anxiety disorder because of the way we've been living for the past two years. And it's very hard to take off that mask. Here to talk about it, I'd like to welcome onto the show Dr. Monica Bermani. She is a clinical psychologist and author of A Deeper Wellness. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Um, yeah, we're in an interesting time right now. There's a lot of people struggling with mask removal and anxiety levels are quite high for a number of different people. They were high in the beginning when we had to come on board and start wearing the mask and now they're getting higher in some ways with the uncertainty of should I take it off, should I not? I guess there's a, there are checklists you have to do with yourself. You know, we, we're all, you know, assessing our level of risk, but how do you, what kind of conversation do you recommend we have with ourselves when it comes to really being honest about where we sit with the removal of the masks and our feelings around it? I think the one thing we have to respect in the last week with um, the rules changing, I've had a lot of patients and their children struggling at schools. Do I leave my mask on? I have parents at home. I have grandparents at home that are high risk. And, you know, with your teachers not wearing it or with other students, many times there is that social anxiety, as you were mentioning, of just fear, scrutiny, judgment, criticism by people. And I think we were hiding behind the mask for a while, but we got comfortable with it. And um, now with the masks kind of being removed, people are feeling a little bit more self-conscious or they want to fit in again. They want to feel comfortable with others I'm telling many people right now, it's about individual choice and having compassion for yourself, for the feelings and the struggles you're going through, but also having compassion for others who might be under circumstances at home where they do need to wear the mask to prevent risk for, you know, elderly that are living with them or parents with asthma or high risk conditions. And so staying in, in tune with how you're feeling is important right now. And you're, you don't need to follow the herd. It is really about you noticing what's going to help my transition be smoother. Realize you're not alone. Everybody's confused. I think we need to normalize that people are all kind of confused. I see sometimes people on an elevator wearing their masks, and then when nobody else is wearing it, they take it off. Or I see people with the uh, mask on, and then when people are entering the elevator, they're putting it on. So people are starting to feel a little bit awkward as in, is my decision the right decision or not? There is no right or wrong. Life is a series of experiences. We're all trying to transition the best way we can. Realize with anxiety levels, what goes up does come down. But the one thing is, do what is in alignment to what you feel right. This is not about you trying to doubt yourself and feel overwhelmed or try to be a hero and push through the anxiety. Do what makes you feel comfortable. You want to wear the mask, wear it. And just be respectful to other people who choose not to. It's an individual choice. Some people are excited about removing the mask and some people are nervous about it. And we just have to be compassionate to each and every person's choice right now. Anxiety levels are high. 
uh, fear of uncertainty, not knowing what the times bring. Just because the rules are lifting doesn't mean we're in a place of feeling like we can't get harmed. How do you manage your own uh, anxiety level and also identify if you're suffering from an anxiety disorder? Because I think for a lot of people, you know, our lives have changed so much and we've been many people, you know, depending on your level of risk or people's level of risk within your bubble have been hiding out. So it is hard to come out of your shell after that. So anxiety is an interesting thing. Anxiety is, you know, fear and fear is self-doubt. We start doubting our ability to handle things that we don't know or we're not familiar to. And so we're creatures of habit. We were in a certain habit and then the mask came on board and now we're in the habit of wearing the mask and now the masks are being removed. We still have a fear rising of infection rates and further lockdowns. We still have a fear of not feeling confident or right in social situations or not knowing what to talk about because the last two years we've been talking about COVID. We may feel less capable, less socially fluid, out of practice, out of touch. We may have lost connections with people, friends, or unworthy of friendships, or not knowing if you have the energy for them. And we may not be in our optimal shape, not feeling good about ourselves, as many people found themselves comforting themselves with alcohol, food, you know, not getting the exercise we need. And we may also be feeling judged that we don't know what we're doing. Should we wear the mask? Should we not? Should I go to a get-together or not? Anxiety is just about self-doubt. And so many of us need to start recognizing it is very common for us to have a, a normal level of anxiety with fear of uncertainty. That just comes with uncertain times. We don't know what's going to happen next. We might be in another wave. We might not be. We might be moving into a better time, and we might not be. And I think right now we need to learn to be considerate to one another, including ourselves. Learning to work on your anxiety is, number one, pause and reflect. Pause Remind and reflect. Yourself but can you reflect too much and can that make you overly anxious? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, people do overthink. And one part of generalized anxiety disorder is chronic excessive worry about real life concerns where you just get stuck in an anxious slope where you start thinking things over and over and over and over again. And you ruminate on things that could happen. Everything is possible right now. We got to look at the probability of things. And you also have to pay respect to what feels comfortable to you. Mm-hmm. If you go against your own grain and you do what the herd is doing and it doesn't feel right for you, it will cause symptoms of anxiety. All human behavior has a purpose. All human symptoms have a purpose. And your symptoms have a purpose to show you something's in misalignment to what you believe. We're talking with Dr. Monica Vermani. Sorry to cut you off there, doctor, but I think it's important to mention who you are and what you do. You're a clinical psychologist and author of A Deeper Wellness. Talking a lot of sense here, and I love hearing it. I want to ask you, about, you know, getting out and getting social again. Because I got an email from someone. I have a 92-year-old father-in-law that we see on a daily basis. So I had to be very careful. And I've been pretty honest about that with everyone. And I got an email from someone that said, hey, you ready to socialize yet? I've been ready for ages. I just haven't been able to. Um, So we're getting together with them. And it's going to happen this weekend. And it's a couple of people. And we're actually going to be spending the weekend. So it, it's on. And there's a little bit of anxiety for sure. But I want to ask you, I'm not alone on this. I know I'm not. Should we be making sure that we have some sort of outing that can distract us from the anxiety we're feeling? Like if it's not an outing, maybe we're playing a game of euchre after dinner, you know, so that we're not always focused on a conversation. Like is that an an important um, or a great coping mechanism to make sure there's an activity around your socializing? 
A hundred percent. We're in a place where we do have to reintegrate back into society. We're social beings after all. And again, anxiety is something where you can write it out. You've got to look at the thoughts behind it and reframe thoughts that might be cognitive distortions, distorted ways of saying reality and neutralizing them to more, you know, optimistic, positive ways of saying things. You know, managing anxiety is breathing, pausing and reflecting, grounding yourself with your senses. Even when you're at a get together, you start feeling a little bit of a wave or worry, you know, ground yourself with your senses, touch an object, you know, breathe deeply, touch an object, look around. Well, you know what? Sometimes connecting to your senses takes you out of a place of anxiety very quickly. So touching an object that has a different texture or temperature can sometimes take you out of your head and you can feel the coolness of an ice cube or you can uh, feel the warmth of a heating pad or you can, you know, look around and see different colors and and identify objects in your head. So it gets you out of whatever you're thinking about Mm -hmm. that is causing you anxiety to make you connect in your body. Focusing on your breath is the fastest way to get out of your head and calm yourself down. So the oxygen helps your muscles relax too. You know, hearing sounds in the room, paying attention to the song playing and humming along with it. These are fast ways of just connect to your senses, get you out of your head, and then it you can remind yourself, again, if I focus on my breath, mm-hmm. what goes up does come down because anxiety kind of feels like waves coming in. When we're getting together with people, be respectful of people's distance because some people are more nervous than others. And, you know, I've done a lot of hikes on Sundays with friends outside. And as we're entering spring, spring it gets a little nicer for us to let's get outside and let's talk to people and let's get together and let's get off Zoom calls and make get-togethers, but let's be respectful of everybody's differences. Dr. Vermani, I want to thank you for your time. If anybody is thinking of starting a worry stone business, not a bad idea based on what you said. You know, you just have something that's cool in your pocket that you can touch that's textured, takes you Mm -hmm. out of your uh, head, then that might be good for anxiety. Doctor, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciated our conversation. Thank you. Have a great day. Dr. Monica Vermani is a clinical psychologist and author of A Deeper Wellness, if you're looking for a good read.